What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of the Woo Child Chronicles podcast. It's your girl, Kiwana Kiss. And I already know I got one of my besties with me today, Miss Ruby. What's up, fool? What is up? I am ready. Today's going to be a little show. Just a little show. Just a little razzle dazzle. I'll be trying to keep it fresh for the listeners. (laughs) You'll hear me. Look, y'all, we got our little sarsaparillas, as Ruby likes to say. Because I love me a good sarsaparilla. That's it. Period. I'm drinking wine today. I already know what my friend drinks, but I'm gonna let her tell y'all. Tequila <laughs> made me happy. I like what I like. <laughs> I got a type. Hey. Period. I, I, okay, let me tell y'all something real quick. Let me give y'all a disclaimer. When it comes to me and Ruby, we talking songs and TikToks. If you can't keep up, try to keep up. Go keep look up. them up later because we're not gonna be explaining, okay? <laughs> and when I and I mean immediately too, because immediately. I just <laughs> got time immediately know. <laughs> Yes. How are you, Pooh? I am good. I am feeling so good today. It's been a good day for me. Got a lot of things on my to-do list done. And I'm we're ready to chill out and talk about yeah. some good stuff. How are you doing? I am you doing? I am great. I also feel accomplished today. Did a little self-care. Love when yeah. I get to do that. Um looking good. Yes. Looking. I bet you smell good too. You know, just like a little Doja and Gabbana, nothing serious. Like, that's something that made light, nothing major. Nothing major. <laughs> but y'all, I, I invited Ruby back again. So if you don't know, Ruby was on our podcast before. We talked about black hair and just natural hair in general. If you don't know about Ruby, she is a influencer and influencer. Whichever fucking one you're supposed to say. Uh, <laughs> she's an influencer. Um, so make sure y'all check her out on Instagram at To Be Ruby. Also on TikTok and Twitter and everything else. To Be Ruby. And check to her be out. Ruby, baby. Website to everything. It's, yeah. it's a brand. It's, it's, I love brand. I love brand, brand awareness. It's just what it is. <laughs> um, so she is a beauty blogger. She gives us all things hair, makeup, stuff around the house, good recipes. So make sure y'all check her out. But I brought her back because we're gonna talk about how black women be black women in. Because when black women, black women, we black women, and that's it. That's just what it is. Then she said what she said. Period. But before we do that, so that's the main topic. But before we do that, y'all know I like to get into the hot topics of things. What's tea? Child Kevin Samuel's ass is back in the news again. If you don't know who Kevin Samuels is, he's actually what the fuck is his title like? He's a um, he's like a stylist or like a PR person for what he says. Really mm. I ain't never heard of that nigga until he got on the podcast and started down. I'm like, black how are you women. more known for that than your actual profession? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Being always in drama, that what do you even do? Is what that do what you, you do? do? Is he a social commentator? I don't even know what he does. I don't know. I feel like he said that he was like he helps men of stature, the one percent man, the black the black man as the one percenter find women that they want and then he went on to say that in that in those discussions that he have with those men that he finds out that they want women who 
um, wear their natural hair, are in good mm. shape, mm. and something else. Something else. I don't know fucking know. Mm-mm. However, um, and then women were kind of like, men say that's what they want, but that ain't really what they want. Right. Like, so, we all know different men are attracted to different things, which is fine. But like the type of man you're going to attract with your hair natural is going to be different than the type of man you're going to attract with your hair straight. But that's a whole nother subject. Another <laughs> subject. Mm. Well, recently he stated, well, I'm going to play the video for the listeners. We're going to let, let them, them listen, baby. listen, let them listen, share. So if y'all. Pretty much said that if you a woman and you single when you dating, if you ain't trying to drop them draws, you shouldn't be going out after five o'clock. I don't, Ruby, I, you been married? I don't play like that. Um, we gonna say umpteen years. You been like married that. for umpteen years? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I love staying in the game. A little bit. A little bit. How you feel about that <laughs> statement? If you want a man that does not want sex from you, you should only go out with them between the hours of twelve and five o'clock. A twelve and so three. I think he said twelve and three. So first of all, you basically saying that one, you can't even date during the week because don't let you have a job. So automatically, if you're trying to date during the week, you gotta drop some draws. What the man saying, right? That's, that's the first thing day. I said. So that's the very first thing that I said when I first heard the video. I was like, huh? Like, I was like, wait, wait a minute. I was so confused because as a woman who has a real job, mm-hmm. who makes decent money all things considered right ain't no way in hell i'm able to go out before five oh, o'clock no. during the week it's not just, even on a friday it's just, i don't understand and then on the weekend oh that was the other thing that doesn't have any children men want women who don't have any baggage who wears their natural like hair nails all that other shit, and then um is in good shape that's what we but said. then they be talking about the same men who wearing lace front Baby, belly, <laughs> lace front beards, big belly, small dick, nigga, shut your ass up. Nobody got time for this. Who asked you, sir? Nobody asked you nothing. And then if that's the type of woman you want, that's fine. But don't tell a woman that she is not the prize because she may not have those things on this so-called invisible list that these men have created. Right. <laughs> on this to-do list of things that you concocted, sir. Sure. Okay. So that was my first thing, too. If I got a job, I can't date. That's you what you said. And I can't go on no breakfast dates either. So you got to meet me between lunch and early dinner. Well, and you don't let your lunch be 30 minutes. Right. What the fuck you going to do? <laughs> even you on the weekend, McDonald's? though. That's the thing, too. Even on the weekend, from 12 to 5, you can't meet up for breakfast. Mm-mm. And you can't even go to dinner. And a lot of the events and activities and attractions that folks be want to do, I'm folks. Comedy shows. Folks um, is me. You know what I'm saying? Spoke, speak easy, like poetry, slam, jams, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't do because that stuff going to start after five. So what kind of dates can we do, Kevin, between 12 and five to be a respectful woman in your eyes? And who, and who came up with these rules? Let me tell you something. It ain't now. even dark at five o'clock. Baby, <laughs> it ain't even dark anymore at five o'clock and the winter is slowly leaving. Yeah. It's, like, it's currently 520 where we are and we recorded. It is not dark outside all the way. It's not dark. So it's basically, not. you said after five o'clock, your your life is in shambles. I don't understand. And Damn. On top of that, <laughs> I also have this to say: I'm actually very tired of men 
and I won't say black men, I'm gonna say men because we also gonna talk about some shit that just happened on a fit fit and something podcast, whatever the fuck they podcast. Fresh and fit called. or something, yeah. Fresh and fit, yeah. That man, I done heard about that show. I'm so fucking tired of their podcast because I've always hated their podcast and now they're getting all of this traction because they got all this ratchet ignorant shit that be happening and it mm-hmm. and it go viral. But neither here nor there. I'm actually tired of men telling women how to be women. If you feel like you're a better bitch than me, then go be that. But don't tell me what's the <laughs> devil. Like, I just don't understand that whole concept of life there. Why do you have this down pack or trying to have this down pack better than I do? Make it make sense. I can't tell a man how to be a man. And honestly, I don't want to tell a man how to be a man. Right. I just That's don't. That's the type of man for you then. Like, listen, if I, gotta, if I gotta tell you step by step what to do, I'm guiding myself. I want to, you know, I might as well have another kid. And you being led. Yeah, or leading yeah. me. Okay. Cause I like to be led. I don't want to tell you to do shit. Actually, I want you to tell me what we're supposed to do. Where we going? What time? shoes do I need to wear? It's after five. Cause if it's after five, Kevin said I got to drop him draw. Is that what's happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's but the most interesting thing to me. It just don't make any sense. After five. after five, if you ain't prepared to have no sex, first of all, who fucking at five o'clock? That's that yeah. That's if I just got work, I'm sad. I may need to look. Who ate dinner yet? You ain't even ate dinner. I, ain't even shit. I need. I just had my afternoon stack prior around three. I said go drop. I want to shower, change clothes, do Convert all kinds of stuff. Convert for the day. Like let me wind down a little bit. Now let's be in corporate America, nine to five. Tell these folks, leave me alone in a professional way, and then jump right into it. Hold on, now. That doesn't make sense. Okay. And I've been on plenty of dates. After five and plenty of dates, hell, nine o'clock at night. Like, hey, it's eight thirty. We just now making it to where we're going. Because we're adults. Yeah, that's just what happened. And that nigga still didn't get nothing. Sometimes, sometimes it starts, and you still not gonna get none. <laughs> right. So drop me out. I don't. We we can go to brunch, and if I want to give you something, I'm gonna give you something. The time of the day doesn't matter. So I'm slightly confused where that came from. Kevin Samuels Especially thirty plus. Person. Listen. For him because not to the, be married, the day party he party a lot of... be like, okay, little mimosa, little uh, brunch over at three. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Because a Chicago <laughs> day party don't even. A Chicago day party gonna start at two o'clock. Yeah, cause see, and then and those go to what like six, eight. They go till tomorrow night. This is why I gave y'all a disclaimer at the beginning because I already knew how the fuck this was gonna go. But yeah, so it just don't it just don't it don't sit right with me, child. I don't know. Y'all tell me how y'all feel about Kevin Samuels and all of it's his even very much Kevin. They say he he don't really know what women like because allegedly he don't even like women. I was getting ready to say that. Where your husband wife at? You ain't got neither one of them. So Please who are you know. to tell me as a woman what I should and should see this this is what I don't like. Don't tell don't I don't like when men tell women how to be women. Yeah. You're like, this ain't your role, this ain't your category. You you could never relate to this. It's so weird Ever. to me. It's the same to me, it's the same logic when they have when you have single mothers and they say stuff around the lines of I don't need nobody to help me raise this little boy. Like, no, you he need a man in his life because it's gonna be some stuff that you just not gonna mm-hmm. know to even tell him to do. Right, I can't tell my son. Right, I can't tell my son how to be a man. I could tell him what to do as a man to make sure he's a good spouse in a sense, but I still mm-hmm. can't tell him how to be a man. Like that's yeah. just not my role. You like, and it won't be. And <laughs> like, it won't. 
and it won't be and never will be i'll never be able to tell him those type of things it's gonna be it's conversations we have now he's 12 years old where i'll be like oh did you talk to your dad <laughs> like because oh I, I, I don't know what to tell you because what i'm finna but let tell me know you, what he say though <laughs> right because what i'm finna tell you is that's not i don't know he what said to this say. applies to my lifestyle and i'm grown so i'm not gonna tell you what's happening here like, i can't help you the same thing with my boyfriend i'm like oh go downstairs to talk to him because I can't help he, you. He, he gonna give you some better perspective than I can. Just certain things I just can't fuck them hoes. Fuck all them hoes. Not just. <laughs> Other than that, have a great evening. Right. <laughs> Fine. Shut it down. Don't Tell him I said. Yeah, he be like, my mom I said. I said what I said. <laughs> my mom said I can't talk to you anymore. His ass gonna be like, Martin, you kill. No, my mama biscuits, Jada. No, no my mama biscuits. He gonna be no, a horrible person if I live. I have anything to do with this. <laughs> Not gonna be great like at all. Born. You could oh do it. You, you, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> this will be a mess. <laughs> that nigga was raised by his mama because you his see mammy. how he do shit. I'm that baby's mammy. I'd be like, I'm sorry, y'all. I tried. He said what he said, and I said what I said. And yeah. I'm gonna stick beside him. I'm, I'm gonna stick beside him. I'm gonna stick beside him. <laughs> In other news and other hot topic bullshit. <laughs> okay. Sham, <laughs> watch this clip of the Fresh and Fit podcast. You're not finna try to play me on Who's this playing line? you, stupid you? bitch? No, oh, bitch, you yeah. fucking stupid. Nobody's oh, playing your cat oh, too bad. Oh, 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 So in this clip, as you can hear, fam going clean in on shorty. He didn't call her a stupid bitch. He he now they fight. So if you're listening to this and not watching this on the YouTube channel, all you hear is them kind of like tussling, but they're holding the young lady back. She trying to get at him. Mm -hmm. He didn't call her all kinds of stupid bitches and let her the fuck go. And this is what I'm getting at, like. I don't, I don't, man. <laughs> I'm 32 years old. I don't remember in my adult life ever arguing with a man in this stature. It's no. just certain things I'm not going to do. But I also expect a man to be a man and not to argue with me. You're like, I'm not going to keep talking to you. I'm going to walk off. Oh, okay. I feel like a nigga who dismissed me, I probably respect that more than you. I'm a stupid bitch and let her the fuck mm -hmm. go. Oh, you going to square with me? Because I got eight uncles I'm going to call. I got eight yeah, all lined up. I'm calling all of them because you're trying to square up. No. <laughs> beat me up, I don't understand what have you ever been in a situation or seen a situation where the men and the women are arguing in such ghetto wretchedness uh, like this is beyond me because it's like you said, why why are you entertaining as a man like and as a woman I'm not saying that they right for being rah 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 gassing them up like right I understand words hurt too however <laughs> <laughs> Hurt people hurt people. I get all that disclaim the line and all that. But as a as a man, like you said, your role is to nip certain things in the bud. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't even let it get to this point. Like you could have been, this is your podcast, right? You are the individual who would be like, all right, get them up out of here. Escort Shorty and all her crew up out of here. I don't, I don't have time for this. This is my professional 
set up, my professional establishment, just how mm-hmm. I run my business, my brand. I don't want my business or my brand connected to none of this. Exactly. And then not only that, you filmed it and then aired it. You aired it because this is the kind of man you are and you like this kind of attention. Because this could have been something that just never made it to mainstream. Let me tell you something. And I'm, I'm about to get on my soapbox. Let me clear Hello, it off real quick. Is it square? Is it clear? <laughs> How big is it it's a it's the little short one. I don't need that much space. But listen, as a podcaster, I am really offended when I watch podcasts like podcasters, Lord Jesus. When I watch podcasts like this one, and it is just like a slap in the face to the craft, right? So it's like I didn't go to school for what I currently do for work every day. But I actually got my undergraduate degree in media broadcasting. Mm-hmm. That is my degree. So right. I take my, this isn't a, this isn't for me a hobby. This isn't like my pastime. I just do this for fun. Like I actually enjoy this shit. I got a degree yeah. in this shit and I take it serious. So when I see podcasts like this, I am like offended that they don't take it serious. But on top of that, I don't want to go viral for my shit being ratchet. I want right. to go viral for having quality content that people can relate to that people can understand i want to engage and have like meaningful conversations like these i yeah, don't want to be sitting there like oh yeah, shit we're gonna viral we gonna right right like we're gonna we're gonna capitalize off of this like i'm with you i would have never aired that yeah, there is certain things that happen on my actual podcast and my team my other guest co-hosts and my other co-hosts they're watching like oh you cut all of that out yeah i didn't think it was a good look for the brand Mm-hmm. I think it was a good look for your brand, so I cut it out. Like right beyond that moment, like yeah, this can go viral, but this is not what I want to be known for. Not what I want to be known for. There's just mm-hmm. a level of professionalism that I think that <laughs> there has been a podcast boom, right? It has been like over a million podcasts were created from 2020 to now. It's insane. Wow. But with that means that there's a level of professionalism that's not there. And you can tell when you listen to certain podcasts, you can just tell like, oh, okay, this, they just do this shit for fun. Like, okay, cool. Right. They, they got a large following. So they can, and yeah, do, stuff. exactly. They can do whatever. And so with that, it's just kind of like everybody got a podcast and now everybody want to be Kevin Samuels. And that's what pissed me off about Fresh and Fit. They love Kevin Samuels. And so they get black women on their show and they disrespect them. Like they just recently went viral for the whole cash doll situation where she kind of told them like, you being rude as fuck. Like you being mean as hell. And they tried to air that portion of it. And she was like, and y'all shit still whack. Or with Brittany Renner, Renner, whatever her fucking name is. And I think it's Renner, yeah. Renner, how you say her name? Whatever, child. That, um, that girl. That girl that trapped that boy. Um, <laughs> Even when she was on there and she was like, I didn't want to come on your podcast because I don't like the setup and I think it's trash and I think this and the other. But when, but before she was on the podcast, they talked so much trash about her on their podcast. Then had her on the podcast, which I thought she was going to do. Because if it was me and you was talking trash about me and you asked me on your podcast, yeah, I'm coming. But I'm I'm definitely coming coming to turn up. I'm going to act like it's cool, but as soon as it drops. (laughs) Baby. Are we live? Don't worry. We live? Is this thing on? Is this thing on, guys? That's stupid, stupid guys. guys. <laughs> Why would you think I wouldn't talk about that? That's stupid. Oh, bring guys. it up. It's like she said. She's like, "What type? Of, what type of woman am I?" You said mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have, you wouldn't date my type of woman, or you wouldn't tell me to date the type of woman. What type of woman am I? They couldn't mm-hmm. answer because they just. And I mean, I mean, I never said that I was a good. And you and you and she was like, right. 
That's not what I asked you, though. Like, you're not the type of man that I would date. Like, well, I didn't say it at all. Maybe. So that fresh mm-hmm. and that podcast. Change. I remember that one. They can go to hell respectfully. respectfully. Uh, so I just, yeah. How do you feel about the recent, like, just black woman? We we are using this show to talk about black women, black women. But how do you feel about the recent just kind of like, and it's not even recent. I just think that it's more social media has put, like, shined a light on it. But black men downing black women. Mm. And like, oh, I don't date black women because, you know, and it's never anything like, oh, I was hurt by one and I just can't see myself one or another. It's always like some right. negative shit. Like, they ghetto. Like, who said that? You like, <laughs> so everybody ghetto? Every black uh, woman's ghetto? Every black woman's ghetto? Cool, 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 cool. You know, I feel like it's definitely disheartening because when you think about, as a black woman, the one group of people that you feel like you should be protected by, well, maybe not one, one of the two would be a black man or the mm-hmm. black men, right? So a black man or the scope of black men in general, like I saw this one TikTok, um, if it was like a trending sound, whatever, and it was basically like anytime I see a Karen or somebody crazy talking to a black woman, I'm I'm instantly there, like, no, nah, she good, you all right? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I respect that. Absolutely. And like, I don't care if I know you or not. Like, if I see that you're in a situation, how can I help? Mm-hmm. You may not necessarily know how to deal with this situation. You may feel like you're alone in the situation, whatever it may be. And even if you feel that way as a black man, why why you gotta broadcast it? Why you just can't keep it to yourself? Everybody got preferences. Everybody got preferences. That's their business. Everyone got preferences. That's just like saying, like, I never did another light skinned woman because this one light skinned woman dogged me out. So all light skinned women gonna dog you? Dog baby, <laughs> like, I might. I don't get it. You say, I'm a dog, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a dog. dog. <laughs> I'm a dog. <laughs> Treat me like Treat a dog. Like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, dog. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's just a little turn up. Just a little mini turn up. But no, but no, you're, you're absolutely right. Right. <laughs> what you say? If y'all listen to this, I'll take your step real quick. Cause, uh, <laughs> we talking songs and we talking TikTok. That's how we talk on a regular day. That's how we talk on a regular day. Get with it. What it is, what it is. But you're yeah. absolutely correct. Right. Ain't that crazy? Like, you would think, like, all right, I know, like, these black men, they're going to make sure to uplift us and mm-hmm. put us on this pedestal, even from a public display standpoint, where you know, like, I, I feel good. You know what I mean? I feel like ain't nothing going to be able to touch this bubble mm-hmm. of protection. Because so many times as black women, we're up in black men. Mm-hmm. Like, black kings, we need y'all. Y'all are our leaders. Y'all are our providers. We love y'all in the home. Da-da-da. Then you see some of them turn around and be like, yeah, but we don't mess with y'all. Yeah. Ooh, you with the good hair. Like, fuck, you, fuck you, black bitches. It's, right. and it's never like, you be like, damn, like, I gotta be a black bitch. Like, yeah, right. damn. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. It's really difficult to hear that, you know? Yeah. And then you you think about even as us having black sons and then, you know, me having a black daughter and knowing this is like the lifestyle and the trendy things to talk about and kind of be it's like all right you can only do as much as you can within your own household to try to help control that positive narrative of like all right my black kings in the making are not going to speak that way my black queen in the making is not going to feel that way you know one thing about them they don't play about their sisters and i don't want her playing by her brothers and vice versa you know so i don't like that period i don't play like that I got an I'll issue like with, um, my, my biggest issue was that, like you said, like everybody has preferences. I have preference. Um, 
Everybody know my preference. I have a preference. Uh, he got a tight Um, I just I I love strong, educated black men, and that's just what it is. And does that mean that in my life I um will never date anybody that's not a black man? Um, I'm hoping not. I'm hoping the person that I'm with is the person that I'm gonna be with. Um, but you know. Who who knows? Like that's just never something I ever wanted. I never saw myself yeah. not having black kids. I never saw myself with someone who didn't understand black culture. I don't want to under. I don't want to have to. Yep. You know, there's just certain things I just don't want to do. And even with a black man that I'm with now, I've had to explain black hair. I've had to ex- explain, you know, like black women microaggressions. I've had to. We've had to have conversations about it. But he understood it more because he was like, oh, damn, I didn't realize y'all were going through that, too. Or I didn't right. realize this was going on. I didn't realize my wife. Like, this is a black this. thing. That's just a black yes. male thing. Right. This is a black thing. Yeah. But if I have to explain that to a white man, he may not quite understand it. Or he may understand it, but he'll never get it. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't going through what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Um. So with that, like you said, it's very disheartening to hear black men say things like, oh, I don't date black women because they too difficult. I don't date black women because they don't submit. I don't date black women because they ghetto. Like, bro, shut your ass up. Like, that's actually inaccurate. I have, out of all of my friends, I feel like I'm the last one to get married. (laughs) I'm the last single one. Come on, I'm coming. It's coming. I'm going to manifest that shit. Hey, I'm manifesting my shit right here. But with that being said, all of my friends, I've never seen them demasculate their man. Ever. Mm. Ever. And they've been married for years or been together for years. So I would be so confused if I walked in and she was like, shut your dumb black man ass. I'd be like, what's happening here? Like, who's going on? Who are you talking about? And I mean, and I've been there for arguments. I've been there for some disagreements where I'm like, I'm going here to exit stage love because it's not like a situation between y'all. And I've never seen any of my black women friends down their black men. I've I've never seen any of them not submit to their black men. And then I also think that a lot of black men don't understand what what comes with submission. I feel like they like to talk about that, but they don't like to talk about it. Right, you like you think, and that's another thing. But I want to talk about that a little bit. <laughs> we are gonna touch on it. Go ahead and touch, touch on, on it. it. I'm still beside you. So I always think this is a very interesting topic when it comes to being submissive and you know submitting to your mm-hmm. partner, whatever it may be. Like the reality of it is, it always boils down to like, to me at least, you can't expect someone to submit if you're not properly leading. Or even showing me in advance of that you can properly leave. I'm not going to just be like, I right, go ahead and do what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. When you have not tiptoed and show me little situations and dynamics, they'll be like, all right, that's my man. And I'm I'm sitting beside him. Okay, I see what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like in any dynamic. And it's not even just like from a romantic relationship, yeah. right? You think about even friendship. You talk about our friendship, right? Like as we grew and developed, we came closer and friends, like certain things, you be like, all right. I see Quavia, like she always there, always at the events, just a supportive, just good person, good friend, right? But I didn't know that when I first met you. Yeah. Who is yeah. this? I'm hollering in college hallways. Who is this? I'm like, loud. <laughs> and I was say be sadder. Okay. Trying to learn how to walk in the fashion show. Right. Walk, 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 walk. Damn. Walk. <laughs> Ruby was like, friend, take your time. Her. Take your time. Just take your time. She's Don't throwing her hips, though. Right? She's throwing her hips, though. She's walking heels, though. I'm going to give her that. She got it. Let me see what she's about. <laughs> but she's 
anything. Right. You know what I mean? Any type of relationship. There, there yeah. has to be a trust factor that's built into it to allow you to like submit or whatever. You know, that submission can come in different ways. Yeah. From a friendship, you know, that submission could just be more trusting in like your decisions, your guidance, or whatever it may be. Like, all right, if I talk to her about a situation and she gives me specific feedback, like I trust mm-hmm. that that is a genuine, you know, feedback that she's given or genuine perspective that she's bringing to the table. Same thing with men, like more importantly, like because y'all y'all want us to submit our bodies, our lives, our trust, everything. What what y'all doing? Everything I tell people, no, my all man, the time, though, he doing it right. Period. <laughs> Shut up. I ain't gonna say it's real nice. Shout out to Coach V. Yeah, Make sure up? y'all check out culture and cocktail too, because that's his shit. Talk to him, talk to Here him. Black health, mental wealth, all Don't that. Talk about that. it. We're gonna plug him at the end too. <laughs> but I do just to touch on submission just a little bit before we're gonna break. I do want to say this too. Um, everybody knows too. They be like, Cubana don't be going to no damn church. I don't go to church, but I'm actually very spiritual and very actually, I won't say I'm very religious, but I, I went to Catholic school. I went to Baptist school, Christian school. I'm going to make sure I do God. I know God and I know the Bible. And I don't like that people talk about the submission portion of the Bible verse and don't talk about the rest of it. Because it also states that if she's loved correctly, she will naturally submit. And that's where y'all forget that part. Yeah, and so when people be yeah. like, do you know the love language? You know this, that, and the other? Because when you speak in her love language and you doing everything that makes her feel comfortable, she'll naturally submit. Mm-hmm. A real man ain't never... Made. That part, a real man ain't never had to ask no woman to submit. She does it because that's the man. Like, that's, that's where she yeah. feels comfortable. So I'm going to leave that. And she dropped the mic head. on that. What a drop the mic out of so we're gonna go a quick break. Um, during this break, you guys are going to get the Black History Fact of the of the week from Mr. Ernest Crumb. Make sure y'all check him out on TikTok or um on IG. He is Mr. Ernest Crumb. Um, dropping the G's of Black History, which I fucking love. He is my homie, so make sure y'all check him out. And then also, y'all finna get the Black Wiz- Black Business Black Business of the Week. So <laughs> check them out, and we'll be right back. Yo, Aunt Polly was out here stabbing slave catchers with butcher knives and throwing hot boiling water on them to free us. If that ain't a G, I don't know what is. But let me explain. We don't know much about Aunt Polly's early life, but we do know that she was enslaved and she escaped to a place called Africa, Ohio. That place is now called Ripley, Ohio, and it's literally a stone's throw away from Kentucky, which is slave territory. Because of that, Aunt Polly saw a lot of stuff she ain't really like. For example, after the passage of the Fugitive Slave Act, white folks were incentivized to catch any black person and sell them into slavery. And because she was on this border, she saw a lot of white folks acting like they were underground railroad conductors when they were actually slave catchers or overseers. She knew they wanted younger black folks, so she dressed up like an older woman and went to town with clothing that was large enough to conceal her weapons. So whenever she saw a slave catcher in action, she pulled out that thing, that knife and that boiling water. And afterwards, when she freed us, she let us stay on her land. Woo, child. Y'all know what time it is. It's definitely time for that business of the week. This week's business of the week is Everlasting Memories in Motion. They are a 360 spin booth company looking to capture all your memorable moments servicing the south suburbs of the Chicagoland area. Listen, they have a package for every event and that fits every budget. Check out Everlasting Memories in Motion on IG. What's up, y'all, and welcome back from the break. I hope y'all enjoyed the Black History Fact from Mr. Ernest Crumb. Make sure y'all follow him and make sure y'all support the Black Business of the Week. If that means 
ordering something, following them on Instagram, sharing their stuff. Make sure you do something. And that's a Black-owned business at that. Look, I'm back with my homegirl, Ruby. Make sure y'all check her out at to be Ruby on all her social media platforms, baby, because she's there and she dope. Don't tag me in. Yeah. Pull up on me. It's a look. Pull up on me. Um, Brandon, what you got on? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. It's Baby, so we we've been talking about the whole, you know, um, black women being degraded the last few years via social media and how they feel like, you know, we just like the shit no more, even though every other culture copies us. Um the OGs, the originators, often imitated, never duplicated. Period. They copy us. I actually saw a TikTok. And I hope I don't get beat up for this, but I mean, I got hands. They ready to eat. Um, everybody. <laughs> everybody. I actually saw a TikTok recently that said that um, it asked, asked the question, hey, um, non-black gays, if black women stop black women, then who are you going to mock? And I was done. I was like, well, goddamn. Um, <laughs> the, the nigga was too stunned to speak. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what is yeah. happening? Oh, I'm like, damn. Got somebody with that one. Shit, so the feeling's gonna be hurt. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, um, both Ruby and I, I actually started. So people who don't know this, I actually did not want to be an influencer. I did not want to be yeah, an influencer. Is it, I don't even understand why not. I did not want you to do that. Do this, I was like, I'm no friend, I'm gonna go ahead and use my page. I'm gonna share, you know. Um, celebrity stories, and I'm gonna work in my pockets. And I say, she was like, "But friend, you know, you get a little coin." Well, I was like, "I don't want to do it. I don't want to be a I entrepreneur. No. I don't want to be an entrepreneur. Leave me alone." No, and it was like she just kept going. Ruby was like, "I'm just saying, like, you will be so good at this. Just try it. One just try it. She got the personality. Look, I got all this free shit. I was like, wait a minute, what you talking about? What's this? Free? Hold on." <laughs> So Ruby is the reason that if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see um not don't not only do I promote my podcast, which I absolutely love, which is the reason behind most of my social media, but I also share like, you know, different hairstyles, different makeup stuff, um, different products that I get Maybe sent, you know? a creator, a full blown creator full in creator. all aspects of life. Okay? Hey. Not just this podcast stuff. Let's you get hear it. me talk talk. It's a versatility for me, black women. And then on top of that, we both have, you know, jobs. We both have nine to five. Nine to five grand. That we work. And then we come and we still find time to parent, to be spouses and significant others and to create. Because that's what black women do. That's what we do. We're going to do it all. And we're going to do it with a smile on our face. Sometimes be mad. I'm be. But y'all will never know. How would they know? They wouldn't. How would they know? They'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) But with that being said, with the comment that was made, um, I recently found out, and I'm sure Ruby probably knows this, but I recently found out that the highest paid content creators are white men. Not women, not black women, not anything. It's white men. And so I started reviewing some of their content. Professional careers. Yeah. They're able to quit their jobs and be content creators. And they are the highest paid in the beauty industry. And I'm solely talking about the beauty industry, not 
you know, other niches, not podcasts, not anything else. I'm only solely talking about the beauty industry. In the beauty industry, white men are the highest paid category. Like, they're the highest mm. paid category. So I went back, you know, like I saw that podcast. For my research. For my research. I went and I watched some content from some of the higher paid white content creators. And I noticed that with the recent um, success of TikToks and Reels, a lot of them use black content creator sounds. Sounds, yeah. They go viral using our sounds. And so I was like, well, how do other black content Hold on, wait a goddamn minute. (laughs) Hey, I'm like, who got at him? Because Mm -hmm. we work hard to create that content and then for what? Just to them to make the money off of? We'll get our money off of it? So with you being a, you being a vet in this game, how do you allegedly. feel? <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. How do you feel as a black woman content creator who's damn good at it, might I add? Um, when you're snubbed sometimes for you know our white male counterparts. Yeah, I mean it's definitely difficult because you talk about just speaking about TikToks and real specifically when it comes to sound. When it comes to a drink, <laughs> I'm gonna have it. Here we got some context on that little jokey joke. <laughs> Actually, we have a reel that is still going up. It's like over 190,000 views right now. Check out our page, Tubi Ruby or Cubana Kids. You'll see it on there. That reel is that audio that we just joked about. But <laughs> when it comes to you know creating those sounds, though. At times, it's crazy because you don't know who the original creator is. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, because people obviously can remix your reel or repurpose mm-hmm. that sound and create their own little special touch to it, right? Mm-hmm. So then, if there's white male creators who are going viral and being able to grow their platforms and those pages of their own platforms, like based off that virality of a sound that is not even theirs, it's like, damn. The original sound itself may only have a much lower threshold, right? Say it may have 200,000 views or something like that. You know, if we even want to reference ours, but then theirs may be millions of views, truly viral. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like nine times since you've seen this video or Mm -hmm. heard this audio. It's difficult because it's like you put a lot of time and art into your craft. And as creators, we know everything is not sponsored right so a lot of stuff you're doing just because one you like to create it something that you enjoy so you do it for fun but two because it is you like to create and you enjoy you doing this for fun there's a lot of time and effort and energy yes. to take you from other things that you may want to put more passion into like your kids your, your spouse whatever it may be and then you do all this work and effort on something that may not have even been paid that you did organically that's what somebody else to benefit off of you like dang it drives me insane. It's crazy. And, it's not, and not in the beauty industry, like you said, content creators in general, like we've seen kids, literal kids, make up right. dances mm-hmm. and not get any credit for the no dance. Friends. They made it up. Like the dance mm-hmm. is theirs. That's their dance. For people who don't know, in my in my real life, I actually like review important shit. It's intellectual property. And if these kids have the right Big people dog behind them, I'm smart bitch. Big dog. Uh, I'm like, whatever. Big dog status. I'm dog. pulling up on you. Right. <laughs> it's intellectual property. And if they had the right people behind them, they would know that they could sue people 
for not giving them the credit or not asking to use their intellectual property. And a lot of times as black creators, we don't know that. You don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Which is unfortunate that comes with, you know, there's barriers of entry in terms of learning even how that works from a marketing perspective. But then you think about like, I remember, um, I think it was the Savage Dance was made by a young lady. Yeah. I think she was like either 18, 19, I, I may be wrong on the age, but it wasn't for like months, maybe even a year before she was able to like get that intellectual property for it to be like, y'all can't use this dance in video, Fortnite, games, whatever, unless you check in my bag. And check it. And she, and As she did. Chunk it, you know? And then I but, respected the artists behind it, like people who, like Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, they try to find the originators. They try to give them their credit for it mm-hmm. because they understand they're creators. They understand how it is to have something stolen from you or yeah. you just not even get the credit for it. Especially on such a major platform, right? And, sure. I mean, the Savage Dance, I remember that thing was classy, magic. Everybody was doing even the the little the males my, were doing it. My son was doing the dance. My son thought that part with the leg was the most hilarious thing ever. And he would just random be like, Mommy, mommy, mommy. I'm like, this is tied up. I'm like, would you stop doing that? Like, what is that? Well, I said you won't get it now. You want to let it stop now? <laughs> do it one time. I'm taking all the goddamn spaghetti. Ain't okay? no goddamn okay? TikTok because I'm trying to talk to you in your TikTok. You talking ticket. Ticket on ticket top. Stay focused. <laughs> but like that that just speaks to it. Like how yeah. big that was. And that's just one dance, one song. Like how you think about how many songs of that creators. I, you think about um Shiggy. Remember when he he made that that KT Do you love? love? He made yeah. that dance. Damn. You remember he that? had people dancing. He had people with scra- uh, crashing their cars, trying Crash to get out the car to dance to the stupid ass song. I actually hated that dance. No, uh, not that one. I think you're thinking about the Chris Brown. One. I'm talking about Shiggy when he did. What's he at the car man? Do you mean Drake? No. Kiki, do you love me? Yeah, Are you he riding? Was in the car he got out the car. That's how people started doing. So it went viral. No, you combined it too. Because okay. he was doing it like he had rarely did like in a living room or something. I don't remember. What, he was outside. Mm. I don't know. Either way, go, goddamn. Goddamn. You think I'm here to around with y'all? Goddamn it, I'm not. Y'all, have you, listen, we should, listen, for the people who are watching this, whenever you hear a TikTok reference, you got to take a drink. You got to. <laughs> At this point, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. The counter is on, and so. I think we have probably 22. <laughs> take 22 sips. 22 22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-22-
um, we are getting educated at a rate higher than any other culture. Mm-hmm. But you would never know that based off how the media portrays us and how we're portrayed on social media or how we're downplayed yeah. for not having education. Or the fact that Black women have actually started waiting to have their children and a lot of Black women actually don't have kids in their yeah. 30s anymore. I mean, yeah, look at Janet Jackson and um, Naomi, Naomi Campbell. Yeah, she just dropped the baby out. At 50. Okay, At 50. Well, she carried that baby. Did she have a kid? Oh, she said that's her baby. And then she then she said what she said, and that was it. Let's just check on that. She said she may care, she may not. That ain't our business. That ain't our business. My little drink that I drank already. But still, she got to take care of that little baby. Carry the night. She got to take care of that baby. She got to take care of that baby. And so, like, as black women are becoming just like, more successful just taking over i feel like it's even more hate towards us like when we weren't doing nothing it was hate now we're doing too much it's hate like they just don't like sit down they don't tell you if i'm gonna do nothing else i'm gonna do too much hello i'm gonna do too much what you doing over the top is always 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 gonna do that ain't me i was gonna do it anyway because that's just how i am period (laughs) i don't even understand and it do be like that all the time, like in all different facets and walks of life. Like you can't really have nothing. What, what's that uh, audio? It doesn't matter. Being a black person, you're never alone because it's always somebody watching. That in your be like always somebody watching. Mm-hmm. I'm always- at the end of the day. Go oh, ahead. <laughs> This is our real life. <laughs> I want y'all to know. Go ahead, I want to hear what you're saying. I really want to hear. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear your point. I'm going to talk about it. Now I don't even remember what I was going to say because I started laughing. Squirrel. Baby, that had 22 kids. Now I can't remember oh, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is hilarious. But it was going to be good. When it come back, I'm just going to ram the stairs. Okay, and I'm going to tell you, we're going to jump into it. Period. Um... The other thing I want to say too is this like in, in corporate, being a black woman in corporate, there's been plenty of times where I've always felt like I've had to censor who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, am I rolling my neck? Am I talking with my I talk with my hands in general just because I, like I said, I got a degree in radio broadcasting. I'm I'm a storyteller. I'm going to give yeah. you the whole the background. Boom, the, and then boom. The clouds. And then I'm going to hit you with the climax. And then we're going to go back down. And we're going to conclude. Right. Up. Whole time. Mind you, mind you, <laughs> mind you. Like, it is, is what it is. I hate that some. Not in my recent job. My recent job, I don't feel like I have to censor myself at all. I actually feel like I can be unapologetically me, who I am. Um, they respect me. They they don't. I don't have an issue. I don't feel like I'm being talked over or anything like that. Whereas mm-hmm. in my other job, however, there were plenty of times I was like. I mean, well, what's oh, with the, what's with the, I had a, a boss ask me what was up with the attitude once. I was slightly confused. Ooh, I'm having that. a good day. I was what like, what you? attitude? Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I just, I can disagree without having an attitude. I disagree with the method that we're getting ready to use. And now you're saying I have an attitude. I have like, an attitude. Like, make it make sense. Like, you just mad because I'm not speaking like how you're speaking. I'm not going to curtail how I speak that. to speak to you. Uh, no. Yeah. I think I told you the story about the Y'all was this one time that I just decided I wasn't code switching no more at work. In the middle of the meeting, I decided I was not going to code switch anymore. And they had made a comment about something. They wanted to change some policy, whatever. I don't fucking know. And I was like, oh, y'all can't just change the policy like that. Y'all going to have to do X, Y, Z. 
And my boss was like, who is that speaking? And I was like, oh, it's me. Insert government name here. Right. And she was like, oh, you sounded different. And I literally said in the meeting, I decided not to code switch to make y'all comfortable anymore. She, and I said what I said. And she was my black boss. And she laughed so hard. But I was serious. I didn't find it funny. I mean, who was the joke? Ruby knows me. When I don't find something funny, I make it very clear that I don't find it funny. We went on a, our first vacation recently <laughs> together. If I don't find oh, some shit funny, that. I don't find it funny. And that's, right. and I'm not going to be like, oh, haha, I'm not doing a fake love. I will let you know. I don't find it funny. And I'm not sure why we laughing. And that's just the end of it. Who said this was a joke? Because it's not funny to me. Not funny at all. Ruby was like, oh, oh, you, you can real life crazy. I am. It's fine. Um, we'll be okay. <laughs> So that's just really how that goes for me. And so you you work in a you work in a, a situation where you're very client facing and you have to talk to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Has there been a time where you'd be like, oh, y'all not gonna check me in my blackness? You know, I can't say that I can recall a specific situation that that happened um i'll definitely say like for me i definitely agree with this the sentiment of like i am who i am Mm -hmm. and take me as i am like i'm a laugh i'm a joke i'm i'm a have fun i'm not gonna be this cookie cutter person exactly because that's just not my personality Mm -hmm. you you know who i am and as y'all who are listening for the first time y'all can hear what kind of person i am this i am all day i wake up like this at six in the morning lit off, yeah. off of water, okay. <laughs> and you know, exercise. That's We're trying to get summertime fun, but I'm gonna have about at least a one and a half pack. Period. Even if you just gotta touch it to feel it, I want to know it's, it's there. It's there. It's there. <laughs> it's there. It's there. That's all I need. One and a half, baby. And I'm outside. I'm in a swimsuit at the grocery store. Do you hear me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Now that I think of that, I can't recall a specific situation where I was like, I did have a manager one time that tried, you know, and I, I play this card all the time. Like when they try to relate to you on something that they think is black or trying mm. to get you to. So it was that. a manager I had that was like, yeah, you know, and I heard about like Netflix and chill. Like, what is that? And me, I'm like, I don't oh, know. No. What is that? My ignorant ass. I'm here, right. ho. <laughs> I don't know the case, sweetheart. You never know you find out, though. Yeah, so you in my business? Like, don't, don't do that. that. Don't, don't do that. that. <laughs> we'll make sure some that I know what that is. I, Baby, I, I could give you the whole definition. I was like, I don't know. I've never yeah. heard of that. It be good. Crazy. Let me know when you find out. Yeah, Leave it was alone. the it was the Trump becoming president for me. I was in the in the elevator, minding my fucking business, my black owned business. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, white woman got on the elevator and was like, "I mean, oh my god, I just can't believe that Trump is president." I just looked at her, ma'am. You never talk to me. You see me every day, and you never talk to me. Don't right. think I can relate to you because. You I really wanted to say, according to the polls, white women the reason that he president. And, and but, don't act like you probably voted for him. Don't act like that. I don't want to go there. And that'd right. be my issue. Like, And I tell people all the time, I'm so silly. I'm so goofy. I joke around all the time. But I'm a complete nerd. I am a complete nerd. I know stuff I shouldn't probably know or most people don't know. And I'm just having these random facts. Like, if anybody ever want to go to trivia night, I might be a girl. Because it's just like... Random ass How many shit. pounds in the in the earth? Now, 22,000 <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what quite <is> it? 
apologize to me, Pat. Y'all, tell y'all. It's just, so it's just like, I don't know. I also hate, I hate, I loathe having to feel like I have to tame, and by tame, I really just mean kind of like make other people feel comfortable with like with my black hair in corporate America. I feel like just being a black mm-hmm. in corporate America, there's so much like censorship and policing of just like how you dress. Yourself. Like, like how my hair grows out of my hair. <laughs> like, part, but also like, listen here y'all, I can't help this ass I got from my mama. It's gonna I'm sit gonna up high it. and I can't help that my pants hug my curves that I just recently got. I can't help this my side. that, that ass sit up. <laughs> like side. I'm not You're wearing right. no big ass clothes. But if me and Becky got on the same outfit, what you're not gonna do is tell me that I gotta change my clothes when Becky can walk around in her mini skirt. Right. You're not gonna do that. So it'd be stuff like that. I just, you know, let black women, black women. Let them be who we are and we don't need no help. We don't need no commentary. Like, listen, there's certain things that's just gonna be different about us. Either you take it or leave it, but don't say nothing to me in the meantime. Period. Actually, don't say nothing to me at all, but y'all know that already. Cause don't talk to me. I'm crazy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's fine. I was just talking to somebody about it. He's like, why you don't go to church? And I was like, because I don't like that part when the pastor be like, turn to your neighbor, talk to your neighbor, touch your neighbor, no, don't touch me, and don't talk to me. Actually, I heard him. I don't need you to even tell me what he said. I can hear him. He's I'm on the like, microphone. I can hear him. I'm sitting in the front. I don't need you to tell me nothing. He, he just told me. me I'm actually kind of crazy, y'all, in real life. I'm sorry. To know yeah, she don't display this on TV, y'all. This is mm-hmm. not a personality. This is a lifestyle, and I'm and I'm respectful of it. I, I enjoy every moment. This is my friend. She's um, she's um, I got nothing to talk about. Let me call her real quick. I don't, I don't see what she doing. Call. Baby, <laughs> right? I don't have nothing to say to Ruby, but I'm gonna call her. What you what doing? doing? Right. <laughs> Let me tell you about what happened today. Girl, nothing to happened today. Right. But I'm about to tell you what happened today, even though it was absolutely nothing. <laughs> It was so fun to have you on the show and talking about just our black culture. Um, As y'all know, this is not just for Black History Month. The Black History Facts is for Black History Month. But y'all know my show is definitely surrounded about around black brands, black women, small owned businesses. And so make sure y'all are black, 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 black. The fact that we went to two different black songs, <laughs> I love it. Just what it is. It's everything. So before we get out of here, Ms. Ruby, make sure you plug yourself. How do people can find you and what you do? Yes. So I am once again Ruby of at Kubi Ruby. I am a natural hair beauty and lifestyle blogger, content creator. So come check me out. You can get a little bit about family fun about how to clean your lashes, how to style your hair, whatever your heart desires, you can come check it out on my page. And also cannot leave my husband out, Mr. Coach B. He also has a podcast that is dedicated to black social health and growth. Um, so definitely check that out. It's Culture and Cocktails on YouTube as well as on all the dang on, I don't know the life that will. All the streaming platforms, go check him out as well. I don't have his spiel that tag, but I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. We're going to get it. Make sure and y'all check. Yeah, was on that podcast as well. So you make sure y'all check out the very first, first episode. I was the OG to it. Yeah, fuck me. Make sure y'all check it out. I actually spoke a lot about uh, some more personal stuff that I probably wouldn't talk about on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But y'all should check it out on that side. Um, between you know Brandon and Shari, they are doing a great job at bringing awareness to Black mental health and letting you know it's okay to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. You can pray right. and go to therapy, and At that's the what they talk time. about. Right at the same time, so it's definitely a good perspective, like you yeah. said, from an individual. Shari's actually a doctor as well, so 
She brings a medical background as well as her own personal mental health journey. So yes. we love it here. When I be telling y'all my friends dope, my friends dope. I'm gonna get a shirt that say my friends dope. Actually, Coco, if you listening, I need a shirt that say my friends dope. That's it. Coco, it's handled. I'm gonna get a shirt in the mail. Coco be like, I heard your podcast. And I just want to let you know I just created for you. Thank you, Coco. Well, y'all, if you haven't already, if you didn't listen to the last episode and you just listened to this one, we have a new website cubonakids.com check it out you can check out all of the um other co-hosts that are not here today but you can check out all the co-hosts and their about them sections you can also check out my about me section at cubonakids.com you can check out all of the old podcast episodes in this one as well as the youtube series because you know i'm on there too a little right yeah, baby yeah, yeah. Now you already know baby i'm at cubonakids on everything instagram youtube twitter TikTok, your mama I'm kind of funny. Yeah, I'm at your mama. <laughs> oh, you niggas. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> so make sure you check me out. But until then, y'all, make sure you check out my girl, Tubi Ruby, and you check out her husband's podcast as well, Culture and Cocktails. But until then, y'all, TTYL. Bye.